Hey, girlfriends. Welcome to the Girl Talk Podcast today. I am in the studio with my good friend, Stephanie Jones, and you might recognize her. We had her on last year, at the end of the year, talking about a Christmas book. But Stephanie is an author. She's many things. She's a good friend. She loves Jesus. You can see it exude out of her. But she goes by the tagline, Giving Gal. And today, that's what I really want to focus on. But I'm going to let her introduce you first, and then we'll get into this book that she wrote. Sure. Yeah. So Stephanie Jones, I gave a gift every day for 522 days. And I have a generic name, Stephanie Jones. And so uh, when I was working on everything, it was like, okay, God, who am I? Who am I? Who am I? And uh, Giving Gal came out. And so now it's really easy to find me on socials and everything. It's I love how God works in that way. And uh, yeah, at the heart is that's what I live every day is how do how do I give to others at least one time a day? I love it. it. Let me first say, I do have you saved in my phone as giving gal. I just feel like, <laughs> I love it. and when I go to search to send you a text or something, I search for giving gal, not Stephanie Jones. So you're giving gal. And I love because she she still lives that. Yeah. Um, so it sounds like such an overwhelming thought that in one year you gave that many gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know, first of all, speak to us like why you did that and where that came from. Yeah. And then we'll get after that. Okay, that's good. So um, I'm a goal setter. So every year I believe in setting goals, not resolutions. Um, And I had read a book, 29 Gifts by Cami Walker. um, And she had given a gift every day for 29 days. And she, it really helped her. She was struggling with depression, MS. And so uh, somebody challenged her is what happens if you focus on somebody else and not like all your issues and your pains and aches and pains. And so she did that. I thought it was a cool book. I couldn't remember what the 29 days was. And I love to have goals that are uncomfortable, that stretch you. Mm. I felt like 29 days I would have been able to do pretty easily. And so I set it for a year, 365 days and went past that, did 522 and then missed 523. But I stopped, took a break because we all need to like we can't give, 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 give without wearing ourselves out. And, but I missed it. It had become not only a habit, a lifestyle. And so I've been giving a gift almost every day for over a decade. I love how you just said there, like sometimes we have to take a break, right? Mm -hmm. Because we can't give too much. So what, and now you said you're back to giving a gift every day. Yeah. What did you learn through that break that now you can continue to give, give, give? Um, One, that there's balance. Mm. Like, it's okay to um, say no to opportunities. Like, I think one of the biggest things is during that year, I gave, uh, volunteered over 100 hours. It was like if something popped up, I was like, I'm there. I need a gift for that day. Volunteering is a great gift. Give our time. Um, But I realized that sometimes where I was volunteering maybe didn't align to things that I love, that was my passion. And so I felt like I was just going through the motions. Mm -hmm. And other times I would volunteer to places that I didn't feel like they really needed me, you know, like they had more volunteers. And so what I decided to do is focus on a couple of nonprofits instead of, let's say that year I did 20 what if what happened if I just really laser focused my time on two or three nonprofits and um, that was really big for me of just going okay what nonprofits in our community in the United States even international are important for me wow. and then how do I funnel my time and money into those um, and so that helped me a lot mentally mm-hmm. is not to say well I'm not going to volunteer because I kind of got burned out it's how do I do it a little bit differently. 
Wow, there's a lot of power in that. Yeah. Um, because every time you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. Yes, exactly. Um, which I love that for a whole year, you were like, this is my yes. This yeah. is the goal I'm going to go after. <laughs> and then to recognize and realize, like, this is just not something I can maintain. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Yes. I think, too, is a lot of times if we're saying yes to something that we might not be excited or passionate about, and not to say that everything we do is great and fun, but it may take opportunities away from somebody that that is their passion that, you know, and so, um, also looking at your skill set and what can you offer to an organization. And some of those, I really felt like I wasn't offering everything I could be because maybe the need was, um, a little bit different than what I had to offer. So it was more just my time. Love, (laughs) Yes. I love that too. And I like what you said, um, because I find it a lot of times, especially me around church, Mm -hmm. like churches where you'll want to continue to show up and volunteer and say yes to everything. And like you said, it might not be an area that you're fully gifted in. right? Right. Um, but by me saying yes, I was robbing other people from stepping up and filling mm-hmm. in that position. And I know in that moment, I was like, there's no one else to fill this role. I have to do it. Yeah. And then I remember talking to someone about it and they said, so you're telling me God's not calling someone else to that position? Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. And it was like, oh, I guess you're right. Like, I'm not trying to play God, yeah. but I am. And um, so I love what you said there. Like, we do all have our own unique gifts and talents and really fine-tuning what those are. Yeah. And making, um, isn't that, a, I think it's a book. I don't want to say who I think the author is, but there's a book like Your Best Yes. So oh, yeah. Your Yes for Your Best Yes. Yeah, I think that's uh, Lisa Turkis. Okay, that's the same person yeah. I thought. So I good. think so. So okay. we'll, we'll both go with that. Yeah, that's what we both <laughs> thought, so... I know you brought a book to show us yeah. today. Yeah. So, so yeah, I have The Giving Challenge, mm. which was written based off of that first, it's not 522 days. Okay. I actually wrote 365. It was supposed to be a year of giving. And uh, working with my editor, she's just like, nobody's going to do what you did. Nobody's going to do a wow. year. It's overwhelming. Let's you know, scale it back. And, um, you know, we landed on 40 days, which I love because it's biblical, you know, it's a number, um, that we see in the Bible over and over again. And so it's short stories with a giving challenge at the end. And what it really does is teach people all the different ways that they can give. And I always say is even if you don't take the challenge that that's on that day is maybe it sparks a new idea for you. Maybe you can save it until, you know, the summertime and you're like, okay, I'm going to do this. And so I love how God has worked through the book and people will email me or call me or message me and like, oh my gosh, you wouldn't believe this opportunity that popped up. I was just reading a story and they said, I never would have given, you know, to whatever that opportunity was if I hadn't read the book. And that's really why I share my stories because I think that sometimes is controversial of people like, well, why are you sharing? You know, don't be boastful and brag. But for me, it's um, one, it's a ministry. And two, it's it's teaching people that there's all types of ways to give, um, you know, and you don't have to have a lot of money. You don't have to have a lot of time. um, But we can, we we all can do this no matter your age either. (laughs) So I'm so curious here, and we didn't talk about any of this ahead of time. So I hope you don't mind this question. But um, in those 500 something days that you gave, would you say that you gave thousands in money, monetary-wise? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. No, I don't even think close. Um, a lot of my, even if I gave money, it might be at Strax when they ask if you want to round up. So okay. it, it might have been 63 cents that day, and that was my gift. Yeah. Um, and I did that because 
I didn't want it to always have to be this big amount because if you look at what some stores do on the roundup is then they end up giving away tens if not hundreds of thousands of dollars and so it teaches us is never ignore that small amount that small time that you can give because the compound effect of that is if everybody said no they wouldn't be able to give the tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars but because a lot of people say yes it really impacts uh, our nonprofits in our community here in border county or you know a lot of other organizations do it also so um most of my gifts were or if i did donations it wasn't a lot you know it was smaller so something that anybody could do something anybody could do and i didn't i don't even think when i list you can go on my website givinggal.com i don't even think i list, list the dollar amount and even if I do talk about like giving to a nonprofit is it's not about the dollar amount. Um, I can only think of one time, one time recently where I did share the dollar amount because it was important to the story. Mm. So that's the other thing I always challenge people is if you're sharing your giving on social media, ask yourself, why am I sharing this? If it's to teach somebody a lesson, maybe you learned a lesson and you mm. want to share it with somebody else, or you had a cool idea or a nonprofit that's how I kind of use of if I share or if I don't share. So um, same with the money. There's no reason to share with money. If your whole goal is to spread the word about a nonprofit, nobody cares if you gave $5 or $100 or $500. Mm-hmm. So I love that. Um, I'm sitting here thinking that like in the scripture, we see over and over again how God tells us to be generous givers mm-hmm. and how often we just think of that in terms of financial. Yeah. Right. And it's like, well, I need to give my tithe and I need to give my offerings, mm-hmm. but it doesn't scripturally say that it doesn't Mm-mm. say give, it, it says bring your money, but I'm saying like, it doesn't say to give generously your money. Right. Like, it just says to give generously. And I love that you have like correlated that together. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we have so much more to give than just that. Oh, absolutely. And the Bible talks about even when you look at your gifts that we have, our spiritual Mm -hmm. gifts, it talks about encouragement. So I always say our words are a gift. You can, you know, text somebody, you can call somebody, you can send them, you know, a a fun meme or whatever. Like you can send them a note in the mail. Like that is a gift that we have and we can give to others. Um, It talks about serving others. Like that is a spiritual gift of serving others. Again, it's your time. It's not your money, Mm -hmm. but the Bible talks about those things. So yeah. And time sometimes I feel is like the biggest gift. Mm -hmm. Um, I know financially when you get under a burden like that is a huge gift also. But I'm thinking even of like um, a mom that just had a baby. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember a lady shared one time that, I mean, the new stroller and all of this was really nice, but she had a friend that came over and said, I'm at your front door. I'm going to hold the baby for two hours and I want you to go take a bath. Yeah. And like, she remembers that more than anything yeah. else. And it was just that person giving up their time. Like, mm-hmm. I'll come sit in your messy house. Like, there's no judging. You need a little bit of time for yeah. yourself. Um, I love that. I love that you've shared, you know, like your smile is a gift mm-hmm. that you give someone, you know, yeah. um, like you said, the text, the word of encouragement, you know, mm-hmm. a high five. There's so many little things. And I know you outline a lot of them in that book. too. Yeah. Super I fun. talk about um, one of the stories that I tell is um, about a homeless person that I saw and just making eye contact. Because mm-hmm. I think about how many times you pass somebody on the street. It's very awkward. You know, you, whatever it is, you're making it about you is I really try to just make eye contact and smile to people on the street. It's no judgment. Um, maybe I give them money. Maybe I don't like that's something that we all have to think and pray about. Um, sometimes I give food, yeah. but, um, I, we all 
can make eye contact. It's like, that's a human being. God created them just like they created us. We're no, um, better, no, you know? Right. Um, and that, that was another lesson I really learned on my journey was how to engage, um, with people who don't look like me, don't act like me, don't have the same economic, you know, it's like, well, at the end of the day, we're all created equal, um, in the eyes of God. So, and I, I, this is so, I love that you brought this up because I, <laughs> I have this thought and now I know it's from God. Um, but this morning I, I was very convicted about the thought of like, do it unto one of the least of these, mm, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and like you said, a lot of times when we pass someone that might be different than us, you know, like who am I to elevate myself above them? Yes. You know, like, no, that's the least of these, mm-hmm. no matter whether they're in their right mind or they're not like, how would if Jesus was here, how would he would handle it? Right. And how could I handle that? Yeah. And, and you're so right. They're not any less or lower than us. And, and it doesn't have to cost us anything. No. Um, mm. And we think about, I mean, the Bible talks a lot about the orphans, the widows, those are in prison. You know, mm. those are really who we are supposed to feed clothe, yes. serve. Um, and I do a big project actually in Malawi, Africa with orphans. Um, a lot of it is orphan and widows, but it's focused on orphans and education and their schooling. And I've had a lot of people say, you know, oh, I can't believe you're doing something overseas. You know, there's so much need in our country. And it is true. There's a lot of need in our country, but there's a, a lot of wealth in our country. There's mm-hmm. a lot of, um, if you need food, there's places to find food. If you yes. need um, housing, Shelter. there's places. Like all that is here. They have none of that over there. And so it does take, you know, I always say it's like God's children over here helping God's children over there. And it has been so impactful, probably one of the most impactful things that I do um, and engaged in because you do see like children who have no shoes, no clothes, you know, no way to get an education. And there's a teacher over there, Timwani Chilenga, who is just like, oh my gosh, the, what that lady does each and every day. Yeah. I always say, I, I don't have any space to talk about too much time, too busy. She walks miles to go to church. You know, she's taking the kids and getting them in church. She's constantly making their meals and we've built little, you know, homes and she's teaching wow. full time. And she was going to uh, work on weekends and clean somebody's house in their car so she could get money so she could help feed. Like, I mean, it was just this on wow. and on. And so to me, that's a good use of my time and mm. money. Um, and not to say that I don't participate in stuff in the U.S., but we can't be so closed-minded. It's like, where does God want us? And that's where we should go as opposed to where do we want to go and what's yes. kind of easy for us. Yeah, it doesn't have to be flashy. You know, uh-uh. No one knows that that's happening over there. <laughs> no, wow. not at all. So. I love that. Um, well, ladies, we're going to wrap up this first one because we're yeah. going to head into a part two. So come back and listen to part two because we're talking all about the gifts that you give yourself, which are just as important And so I'm excited to dig into that. Before we end this one, though, Stephanie, where's the best place we can find you? Givinggal.com. Okay. We'll look for you there. Girlfriends, we'll catch you next time. Hey, friends. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the Girl Talk podcast, where women encourage women. Come join us also on Instagram and Facebook, where we encourage women to live an intentional, powerful, positive, and spirit-filled life.